0: and enter the PIN 287 723 followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devin, Terry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks
2: well hello and welcome to sports lounge live one quick announcement sports lounge live after the first commercial from now on is commercial free so guys you'll appreciate
3: that who is our corporate sponsor bill do we have uh, well, we sponsor? do have a corporate sponsor now
2: we do have a sponsor it's called adapt to dot and It's Jenny's company, her Braille Transcribing Service, is our corporate sponsor.
3: Thank you, Jenny.
2: For now... That takes
3: takes care of the two minutes. That takes care of the two
2: minutes. Hey, so I don't want to stand in Perry's way. I mean, not Perry's, but Chris's (laughs) way. Perry's too, actually.
3: All right, well, we we're getting this together we are slowly we heard you guys maybe weren't still tuned in but we did hear a sports lounge uh, introduction with Rick Swan's name on it yeah. but it is his it's name has disappeared edited. it's gone again it'll come back I'm sure it's you being know, edited it's, it's being edited. edited it's being worked on there are, There are thousands of people it's being put together in Paraguay now and it'll be here by next week I'm well, hoping so it, I mean, it does. It a of
4: It's does anyway, it does it does it who doesn't
3: work with thousands of people. Yeah, okay. There. So anyway, this is uh, November 23rd, 2021, show number 170. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. This is a Tuesday before Thanksgiving, so therefore you can tell it's going to be a pretty busy show because it's always, uh, this is my favorite holiday. I think it's many of our favorite holidays with sports and food, and you can't go wrong with sports and food, and my birthday is next week, so I can't complain. So the agenda for today, the panel, of course, the deaths, the nfl uh you know and all the stories and scores uh college football nba baseball uh college basketball nhl and boxing and um so i think for my panel uh, discussion i'd say we i think i mentioned last week i don't know what i mentioned or i didn't but we were going to have family and to have a a uh, service, a memorial service for my brother, Joel, who died two years ago. And we did that here in Braintree, in Bra- over in Braintree, where we all grew up. And it was great. We had about 90 people and everybody spoke uh, and, uh, you know, that wanted to, including me. And it was, it was really good. And uh, my, uh, my friend and ex-wife, Linda is here. She's going to be here through my birthday. So that's good. And they just went off to the 99 restaurant and Rick's wife is trying to go with them, but she's, is she still waiting for the ride? Yep. Okay, she's trying. She's trying to get there. Anyway, so that's my, but, uh, you know, the the sports are good here. The Celtics are doing all right now. The Bruins, uh, I don't know. They kind of lost on Sunday, but they did well for Saturday. Uh, Of course, they're actually going to get to play tomorrow night. How about that? And the uh, Patriots are five in a row and a big game on uh, Sunday, and we'll talk more about them later. So, Rick, what do you got?
5: Well, just <laughs> the Giants last night. I just want to say I finally, for for ever since Daniel Jones has been around, I've been saying I I've been kind of a supporter of his. I'm saying he never he doesn't have the line. He does all his weapons are injured. I want to see him sometime with when his weapons healthy and so forth. I saw it last night and, and I'm out finally on Daniel Jones. He threw one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> threw it right into the belly of a defensive lineman. I couldn't believe it. And Jason so, Garrett is out too.
6: Yeah, he, they fired yeah. him today. If yep, they, yeah, they
5: no, well thank yeah, that's good. But <laughs> the only problem is that brings up Freddie Kitchen, but uh, Yeah,
6: Freddie uh, Kitchen <laughs> will be the uh, offensive coordinator for the yeah. rest of the year. So Okay. Uh
5: and other than that, thank, you know, I want to wish everybody a Thanksgiving and we I'm looking forward to Thursday. We have um, my family gets together at my brother's house every year and we have it looks like this year we're gonna have somewhere between thirty five and forty people. Wow. And yeah, you know, wow. and it's and you know, we missed it last year, so we're really looking forward to it this year and it's it's quite a day because we got I don't think um, I probably shouldn't say this, but I don't think the the lib movement has caught up to my family yet on this day, because I'll tell you the guys have it made on this day. They um you know they they eat, they watch football, they have a few adult beverages, they have pie, they play cards. It's just a tremendous day, and uh, one little thing I want to bring up. But my family does, I don't think a lot of families do, but I think it's great. we when we cook our turkey, well turkeys when you got this many people, right? Um, we put bacon on the turkey. Now what? It does is... It, it, I've heard the, of that. Yeah, the fat from the bacon bastes the turkey. And, but not only that, when you check in the progress of the turkey during the during the cooking, you get to pick off pieces of bacon that yeah. are done. And when you get a piece of bacon that's been cooked on a turkey and comes off with a little bit of turkey skin attached to it, man, there's nothing <laughs> like it. It is. Oh, bad. man, that sounds good.
4: <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Gordon, Gordon Ramsey, the guy on Fox the Hell Kitchen guy, he, he talks about it. He does a bacon turkey
5: yeah we've really, you know, okay. I mean, we've, we've done, you know ever since I like, remember when I was a kid we've done it that way and I haven't seen too many other families that do it but it is really good um, yeah. and that that's it for me Sir Perry I
7: think bill that might be the next show the legend get It might be a food show <laughs> I think you could get listeners well, to a food show. oh you could you, you totally you would, could you know but uh, yeah. yes Thanksgiving happy Thanksgiving to everybody hopefully it's gonna be good the uh, sports around here is that's nah, okay uh northern iowa did make the playoffs so that's good. a good deal in the fcs so they get to go to eastern washington i don't know how successful they're going to be out there that's a team averaging 50 points a game but uh we'll find out on saturday and um other than that everything's going well um i do have a, a couple of topics that to go one is about a a, foot, little league, a little kid's football team in, in Texas where, that we may hit. And then Pierre gave me one about college football. We'll hit that one, too. So okay. uh, we have that one going on. So, uh, Bill, what's up in the great state of Florida? It is actually about 60 degrees here, so we're, we have nice
2: weather today. You've got good weather. That's good. It's, it's only in the 70s here, so... We've been on a Walmart adventure. I left at two thirty, supposed to be back by three, but they had some issues at Walmart which caused a problem and they couldn't fix the label and da 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 da, da. but anyway I just finally said it look, I've gotta leave. You just gotta hand me the bottles. So Anyway, we left and we barely made it, but I don't like to be that stressed. But that happens, you know, when we roll on. But we are speaking of Thanksgiving. We're going to try a tradition this year at 10 o'clock on Thursday morning for those people who may not have any place to go or nothing better to do or just kind of want to hang out. We're going to do it on the legend this very same channel you can come in and listen uh make your comments request and just have a good time and we're gonna start the christmas season out the thanksgiving so later on we'll eat something i don't know what it will be but we will do that all right robert let's go out to california
6: well, uh, and I don't, I don't remember Chris mentioning this, but I believe this is show number 170.
3: Yeah, I did, I think. Okay.
6: Yeah. Um, but in case you didn't, there we go. Um, as, as far as me, um, I've been busy as usual covering boxing and, uh, dealing with mom's medical things going on around here. That's, that's why I was almost a little late today. Um, and, uh, other than that, everything is starting to get back to normal. We had the tree fiasco and, Almost everything is totally fixed, so things are getting back to normal. As far as sports go, my Warriors still have the best record in the NBA. My Raiders, uh, they're a disaster waiting to happen. And, uh, you know, what can I say? Uh, um, the sh- the Sharks are uh, kind of up and down. We'll see what happens. They, they just came off of COVID issues, so it's probably going to take them a few games to get back to normal, but we'll see. But uh, that's about all that's going going on here. Let's go down to Austin, Texas and see what's happening there. Sean?
4: Well, not a great year for my sports team so far, but I think football's about over, uh, thankfully, and then we can move on worst record in 55 years. So Spurs not doing very well. The bat- Texas basketball team doing pretty good. And then, of course, the Texans getting a win. But anyway, got a little teaser on something when we get to NBA, a little story about the LeBron James Isaiah Stewart fight the other day, and yeah, that was stuff that yeah. came down today. <laughs> some stuff that came down today about that, and in college football, we're going to talk about the suspension by the Big Twelve, not by Learfield or the uh, or the you know the university, but by the Big Twelve for an announcer. So we'll for a couple of announcers on a game this last week. So we'll cover that. But anyway, also. If you want to call in, like I said, you can uh, download the Zoom app or dial 646-876-9923 and an error code two eight seven seven two three forty six hundred. 4600 Hit the pound key twice on your phone. Just come on in on the computer or your app, or there's a Zoom link out. Also, if you want to dial in the studio line, 317-886-1103, or if you want to throughout the week, 773-572-7715. 800-693-0595, option 2, or Sports Lounge at all things radio uh, that is how you can email net. us. And dot .net, dot .net, yeah. And if all these stories, that I mean, different stories you hear, you want to hear all your scores, your your uh, news stories, the full bios on all these desks that we mentioned that Chris will run through the list. You want to hear full bios? There's a couple I still need to get over there. You can go to 712 432 3642, go to board number 9. That will be there. Or also go to board 13. That will give you your XM schedules, your TV schedule. Now that Chris has the NBA and NHL schedule, they will be going, they are going up there. There's already some, so that way. You can check throughout the week and get schedules on whatever night you need on what channel or what league you want. So,
6: And
2: we had anyway,
6: another desk come in this afternoon, so we'll have we'll more information on next week. So, Yeah,
3: and that's yeah, right. I'll start anyway. with that. Wait, did you have oh, more, Sean? I'm sorry. Oh, no. Good, that's about,
4: that's okay. about it, Alexa, Oh, remember, Bill and Perry and friends tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, thanks. Right. Chris,
7: uh, real quick before we get uh, with the desks, uh, callers yep. do go to the front of the line. So, Bill in Chicago, if you want to. Uh, unmute. We will be able to hear you. Uh, because as I said, callers go to the front of the line. Okay,
8: sure. Okay, real, real quick.
7: Mm-hmm.
8: Uh, the reason is I know this is a sports show. No reason I'm mentioning this. Did you guys see the? football team, the high school football team in California is from the School of the Deaf yes, going yes. to the state champ first time in the 60-some years. That they yes, were I heard about that. Yep. I didn't know about an interesting that. Wow. Game because they're actually undefeated. Mm-hmm. And I'd like, I'd like yeah. to see that. I'd like to watch that game, or I hope they broadcast that game somewhere, because that'd be interesting is to see how do they how they do they can't do audibles or anything like mean, that I I don't care no. how they do all their signals and well, actually they do it I mean. all by hand signals oh, I know yeah, they all you have do all by hand, hand signals but because, you need to figure it, cause, that's kind because
4: of because my dad just, my dad coached he coached against <clears> in Missouri against the Missouri school for the test in a couple of games and uh-huh. some basketball games and yeah it was all hand signals it was all and then Somebody, when they heard when it was the whistle, you know, they had a person over there, the interpreter, saying, you know, sign for whistle, like stop. Right. You know, right, that's right, how they. You know, but, that's
8: it, how they do but it'd be an interesting game, to, I think, to watch mm-hmm. because. Yeah. And then another real quick thing in Indiana, uh, it's my uh, nephew by marriage. It's his first marriage as grandson is in the state champion with Adam Central this year this weekend good,
3: uh-huh.
1: good. tomorrow well, all right we'll
8: go Adam Central
1: yeah there right. you go. So
8: I, I just i just wanted to call mention <laughs> the deaf school thing out thought that, that okay. a I, yeah. good
7: i'm glad you did bill that's good to mention
3: Yep, that's good. That yeah, it is it's, okay. Yeah. So, Alrighty. thank you, thanks, yep. Bill. All right. Okay. So, getting started just quickly, I'll just mention his name. We'll we'll have more next week. Bill Verdon died. He was ninety years old. He was a former. He was part of the nineteen sixty Pirates, uh, the one that uh, pennant. Uh, I mean the World Series from the Yankees <clears throat> with that Bill Mazeroski home run. He managed the Yankees and Pirates, and we'll get the details. Um, you know, from uh, David cool. USF, we'll have him for next week. So we have Bobby I, Collins. I, what? what I'll your, have the. I was going to say I'll have i have it posted as soon as David USF gives us each of That's right. Probably on. in the yeah. next day or so, that'll be up there. Bobby Collins, eighty-eight years old, uh, college football coach from Southern Mississippi. 75 through 81, and then SMU, 82 through 86. And he resigned before the death penalty for SMU, which um, I uh, I looked in the article of David USF. That's what I mean. There's more details there. The death penalty was they didn't get to play football from 87 through 88, and then they had lost scholarships for many years afterwards. They'd been on probation many times. Okay, uh, here's
4: here's what – hold on. On the death penalty real quick, let me correct you. The death penalty, they were only supposed to – be gone one year, but the second year they were going to be allowed to have seven games on the road, but they just decided to shut it down okay. for that second year altogether. And he was kind of the scapegoat because Ron Meyer right. was really behind the big scandal, and then Ron Meyer left. And it was they came and then Bobby the Collins. Yeah. They, just, they just brought a guy in, just to kind of be a puppet to you know that wouldn't say anything while they were while our former governor Bill Clemens, and others were. Doing stuff with the Eric Dickerson and a lot of others. His total coaching
3: record was ninety-one, forty-four, and three. He was three and three and three and two in bowls. Then the eighty-two team, which was you know uh, whatever it was, eleven zero and one, and number two in the country. So there you go. That was their their best football team for many many years. We had Steve Smith, fifty-seven years old fullback. Uh, He went to college at Penn State. He was the captain of the 1986 championship team that beat Miami in the Orange Bowl that time. Then he uh, went went to the Raiders from 87 through 93 and Seattle 94 and 95 and left uh, football because of a back injury, uh, mostly a blocker. But he did have nine running touchdowns and 13 receiving touchdowns. And he died of Lou Gehrig's disease, which he contracted in uh, July of 2002. So it was a long haul for him. Jerry Johnson, 77 years old, mostly a reliever. He started the first couple of years in his career. His career ran from 68 through 77. He was with the Phillies, the Cardinals, San Francisco, Cleveland, Houston, San Diego, and Toronto. He was 48 and 51, uh, 4.31 ERA and 40, uh, 41 saves. And uh, Louis body, dementia, and uh, and let's see.
2: And, and he was in the Kurt Flood trade
3: uh, in the big thing in, about him. He was in the Kurt Flood trade in 69. He was one who did go from the Phillies to the Cardinals, but that's the one where Kurt Flood refused to go. And uh, he lost in Supreme Court, but it started the ball for free agency because, you know, it started them attacking the reserve clause. Doug Jones, he died of COVID. He was 64 years old. Uh, he came up uh, briefly for a cup of coffee with Milwaukee in 82. Then from 86 through 2000, he was with Cleveland, Houston, philadelphia baltimore the cubs milwaukee and cleveland again and then oakland 69 and 70 uh he was in the all-star game uh no his record was 69 and 70 3.30 era 303 saves so a lot of saves it was a closer for a long time and a five-time All-Star, 88 through 90 and 92 and 94. And the last one we have is Don Kogis. He went to Marquette. He's their all-time rebounding leader. He was there from 58 through 61. Then, uh, then he was in the NBA. He was a small forward, 63 through 75 for Baltimore, Detroit, Chicago, San Diego Rockets before they went to Houston. Seattle Supersonics and then Casey Omaha King. And he was a two-time All-Star in 68 and 69. He died of cancer, and he was 82 years old. So that is what we have, uh, That, and we'll give, we have more details on uh, Board 9 when Sean uh, puts them up there. Some of them are already there. Okay, I guess we can start on the NFL. And on Thursday night, <clears throat> the Patriots... I'll use the verb stifled. The Atlanta Falcons 25 to nothing. And the reason I use that verb, it was one of the quietest football games I ever heard. The fans uh, and actually uh, Bob Soce, the Patriots announcer, had a good uh, quip about halfway through the you know, end of the first quarter. He said the late arriving crowd did not arrive. So he was expecting more people yeah. to come and they weren't there. But the Patriots once again, basically. once again, had a pick six touchdown, they've now won five in a row. And I think each week they've had a pick six. And uh, you know they're, they're now primed and ready to play Tennessee in a big uh, playoff battle. And they're now—I never thought I'd be saying this—for another three or four years, they're in first place in the AFC uh, East. So,
7: and you'll find right. out why, and you'll find out why in a minute.
3: Yes. Yes, you will. Now, <laughs> uh, speaking of Houston, they they uh, did not prevail. Well, you know, this is one of those things. They lost to Houston twenty-two to thirteen, and you can cover up injuries for a while, and you know, and they had two great games. You know, two win, two a good win, a great win against the Rams, good win against the Saints. But eventually, you've got a trap here. You got the Saints that you know that gets you going, and if you know good team over the years, Patriots coming up, they had to play Houston, and Houston didn't stop. They were trying. They've been much better in the games that Tyrod Taylor has played, and. That's that's part of it too. But Houston, Tennessee did uh, lose to Houston 22 13. Okay. Yep. And he ran uh, two touchdowns in, did Tyrod? Yep. Indianapolis over Buffalo. And Bill's got to talk about this 41 to 15. And uh, Jonathan wow. Taylor with four running touchdowns and one receiving touchdown. The first Colt ever with five touchdowns. The first time any team has ever uh, beaten uh, another team that was the number one scoring defense team and scored that many touchdowns and uh it it was amazing, you know just just an amazing uh, thing with the with the uh, Colts doing that. Bill, what are your thoughts on that game?
2: Well, it started the last half of last year with Jonathan Taylor. It had just been building getting better, better and better and better, and you know, hey, as long as that guy'll last, um <laughs> you don't want to use him too much, but he is a he is a game changer there's no question or doubt about that if wins can play adequate or a little bit above and you know they have a good chance of maybe getting a wild they do. card you know they but do. but they played an excellent game pretty much in all phases for for this particular game but uh, yeah. it, it kind of brings excitement back to football anytime you get a runner that gets five touchdowns in one game i mean that's pretty good so that is and he
3: he's kind of replacing derrick henry you know same division everything kind of taking the derrick henry role henry role in the in the division because you know the he's uh, that's you're right exactly what uh, you know can will hold up to help henry the same kind of thing and uh, you know uh, hold, to hold up. up to hold uh, to help taylor that's kind of what it is
6: well, so Chris, uh, the, he's now the leading rusher in the NFL. Correct. Uh, correct. Yeah, it took him so. two weeks to pass.
3: This is how good Henry was. It took him <laughs> yeah. two weeks of Henry, or two and a quarter weeks or so, of Henry not playing for him to finally catch him. So, you know. Right. That, shows how well Henry was playing. Okay, the Baltimore Ravens, and this is a gutty win for them. They beat the Bears 16-13, and certainly we'll hear the Bears' perspective later uh, from Jamal or whoever wants to call in or Dick. But 16-13, and, uh, you know, you've got Tyler Huntley started, and he didn't do much all day until the last drive. And he came down there, and, you know, they scored in the last, you know, like 22 seconds to go. And, uh, you know, uh, Justin Fields was out for the Bears with his rib injury, but uh, Dalton came in, started off great, but then he kind of reverted back to his normal. I mean, he could play some, but he's inconsistent. Fields is too. Right now, maybe anybody in this offense would be, but the Ravens, that was an important win because the the other teams, the NFC North, you know, Cleveland and Cincinnati won their games. AFC North. Losing, uh, AFC North, what did I call it? The NFC North.
6: A- yeah. No,
3: no, no, the AFC North. So, yeah, so the, no, this is, uh, this is a good win for the Ravens, absolutely.
7: And, there, okay. and uh, Andy Dalton will start on Thursday against the Lions. And yeah, this is not this time. Is, this is yeah. not official, but there is a story being reported in Chicago media Mm -hmm. Uh, that uh, Matt Nagy will be fired after Thursday's game. Now, that is not official, so... I'm not reporting it as official, but it is being right. reported in Chicago. It's possible.
3: Media. It's a mini buy, and you can do things like that with a mini buy because they're not going to play again till the you know the sixth or whatever. So uh, they or the fifth, so they can do that, I suppose. But we'll see. But I, I, Jamal won't be upset. I know that. Um, <laughs> Cleveland. Now this was a weird game. Cleveland over Detroit, thirteen to ten. And this is a game that you know you would have thought the Browns would have been all over them, but it just was, didn't happen. And uh, uh, Tim Boyle was the Lion starter, and I assume he's going to play Thursday as well because I don't think uh, uh, Goff has a chance to come back uh, that quickly. But, you know, the no. Browns just, they won it, but they didn't play well I don't think.
5: No, and things aren't going well with the team and the city of Cleveland. <laughs> I mean, they had the OBG, OBJ thing, and now, now Mayfield's Mayfield's wife texted something out saying after the game that how gutsy your husband was and maybe the rest of the team ought to take notice of it and some of them get that way. That's not a good thing to do. No, And was trashing the team. Yeah. yeah. Then they asked Mayfield about some of the fans booing, and Mayfield said, well, that's probably the same fans that won't be quiet when we're trying to call plays.
3: Oh, sure. Things
5: aren't going well then. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking
3: of screw-ups, we have the <laughs> Miami. – we've got to talk about the Jets. Miami, this is Robert Sala. What the heck is he doing? Miami beat the Jets 24-17, to and that's fine. But what, he's playing Joe Flacco. This is what he says he brought him in for, you know, to play in this meaningless game against Miami when you would like to get – you know, Wilson's not ready, so get another week of looking at White to decide. You two yeah. weeks ago said that you might have a quarterback controversy between Wilson and White. Now you don't even want to play White? What is going yeah. on here?
5: His excuse was that Miami is a big blitzing team, and you needed a veteran quarterback in there to handle it. But I don't know. Uh,
3: how'd that work out for him? Yeah. Well,
5: okay. I mean, they—they—I uh, mean, they could have lost worse. If White yeah, I'm not saying they would have, but they could have.
3: <laughs> I All suppose. I can
5: say is they are the Jets. That's yeah, they are.
3: They—they as they, they, they often call them, the circus that is the Jets. I mean, they, they, you know, they got the a Jets bad owner. See. And it just uh, <laughs> drifts down to everybody. What science fans are
5: so welcome yes. that the Jets are there?
4: Yeah. What's his name? I forget who was it that spelled when a weird J E T E Jets or whoever it was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it <laughs> wasn't Ed
3: the fireman. He's a good speller. Minnesota <laughs> over Green Bay in a really good game. Thirty-four. This was the best early game. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Rogers bounced back you know he got his four touchdowns and 385 yards or whatever but uh, Greg Joseph he's missed some big ones but he kicked a big one he kicked a walk off it doesn't mean they're back in the division race but they're right in the middle of the playoff race that's for sure so uh, you know they certainly
7: uh, hurt Green Bay in their chances of getting that bye.
3: they did they did now this pitch, is one, a, Yeah, I, ahead, I was going to
5: say it's, it's been a, it was another kind of bad week of football. This game and and the Sunday night game were really the only two good games this
3: year. Yeah, know. pretty much. Yeah, uh, Washington beat Carolina twenty seven twenty one. Now this was weird because they started off pretty good. You know, New, Newton uh, ran one in, he threw one. You know, he's all happy and they got the lead. And then almost like the Patriots last year with with Newton. You know, they had the good portion of a game late or early or something, but they couldn't maintain it all the game. I'm not blaming Newton. I don't know what. I didn't really hear much of that game or anything. Thing. But uh, the uh, the Washington team kept playing, and uh, they got the win.
5: Yeah, well, Washington, when they went up 24-21, then held Carolina. And then Washington went on, like, a 10-minute drive just to mm-hmm. kill the fourth yeah. quarter and kick that last field goal. Yeah, and Heineke yeah, The, a the one thing
7: I would say about this, though, the, the Washington announcers, I mean, to me, they're I don't think they're good. And they come out making this Taylor Heineke, and I mean, he's not horrible, But they're making him sound like he's one of the best quarterbacks out there, and that is simply not the case.
3: No. Oh, no. no, no, Not really. But that
7: that broadcast team went from what used to be one of the better ones. They might just about, other than Brent, they might be right down there with him.
3: Oh, you got the Chargers, though. Yeah, that's true. Chargers
7: chargers are pretty bad, too.
3: Okay, Philadelphia over New Orleans uh, in uh, twenty. Uh, let's see. I've lo- uh, where is it? I have lost 29. my score. What is it? Forty
6: to twenty nine. Forty to twenty nine. That's
3: right. 40 40. And and uh, Hertz th- uh, had three rushing touchdowns, and they started off with a big lead. They co- it sounded like they coasted in, and uh, basically though they're they're right in the middle of the playoff race too. So many we've talked about the NFC East not having any contenders. Now they have a couple. Uh, there's one team that isn't contending. We'll talk about them in a while. <laughs> but you know uh, they, uh, they they they're in it, and the Saints have. Got to figure out what they're going to do. And what was the deal? There's story about Taysom Hill. He signed a contract where he... Taysom Hill, uh, it
7: is a four-year, $43 million deal. But if he becomes the starting quarterback, it is four years and $95 million.
3: <laughs> There's nothing like setting up a thing where you might have a guy complaining about not getting to start. That's it's a huh. good way to set, to set your contract up. Usually it's not done that way. It's usually done with incentives. But, I mean, you know, it's just, uh, I don't know. It, that could create problems down the road. But anyway... San Francisco is uh, in there too. They beat Jacksonville thirty to ten, and they got off to a good start. And and uh, you know uh, Garoppolo seemed to play well. They they had a few injuries. What's his name? Uh, oh, I can't think. Was uh, I didn't write his name down. But the the, the uh, Devo Samuels. Uh, Samuel. Devo Samuels, yeah. yeah. He played a very yeah. good game.
5: That's a so crazy, he, crazy stat line. For, he's a wide receiver. He <laughs> has 79 yards rushing and one reception for 15 yards.
3: <laughs> okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Kansas City over Dallas, 19-9, to 9, and the Dallas offense went away again. And uh, the Chiefs defense, we don't expect much out of the Chiefs defense either, but uh, they got they the win. They got the win they needed. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Dallas, I mean, uh, it didn't seem like uh, Mahomes put up a whole lot either. But Cooper, <laughs> but one thing we do have to say, Omari Cooper and uh, lamb were out and they're yeah. probably going to, I think they're going to be out for Thursday too. Aren't they? Uh,
5: it looks yeah, like they lamb are. may play. play.
3: What'd you say? Lamb
5: may lamb play may. Thursday.
3: Oh, lamb may play. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Cooper's out, because he's in the concussion protocol. So he's not going to yeah. have time to come I mean, back. The
5: city had 16 points, I think before the first quarter was over, but then it yes.
3: just, yeah, yeah it
8: they did.
3: By, yeah. yeah. Arizona beat Seattle 23, 13 and Arizona got back on the beam. Colt McCoy, you know, did okay. And, and he's getting them through. They expect that, uh, uh, that, uh, I always want to say Murray, Mayfield, Murray. Uh, Kyle, Kyle and Murray will be back after their bye because uh, bye. you know they, they almost played them the last two weeks actually, but they got the win in Seattle and uh, you know good for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're six and zero on the road this year. Cincinnati and the Raiders, thirty-two to thirteen. It was a good game for a while, but the Bengals kept pulling away. Mixon had two rushing touchdowns and one hundred thirty-two mm-hmm. yards. And uh, Robert, what, what is going the uh, I mean this this Henry Ruggs thing you know they need to get beyond that. I don't think that it's that I think they've got I don't think that's that no uh,
6: Our, well no uh, this this team, ever since that has occurred, they haven't been the same um, and I expect them to be totally destroyed on Thursday because. Eight years ago, this happened. Uh, we went into Dallas and totally got destroyed. Um, so I, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't see this Thursday afternoon game being a very good game for the Raiders. I, okay. With the way with the way this team is playing right now, I, I it just does not look good. And yeah, I'm not
5: and I'm not sure exactly run. what the problem is. Go ahead, Rick. I just I don't think it's only the rugs thing. You know, you've got the no. Gruden, and then you got the other draft pick that was released with the gun. Yeah. And, you know, it's just it's just been a mess.
7: Yeah, I suppose the only thing with the rugs thing is you could say, Well, you're missing one of your you know, one of your better receivers. But he
6: didn't play a lot. Yeah. Well he didn't play well, a lot. yeah, though. yeah. No, this year he was doing a lot better than he did last year and he uh that's why the Raiders start off as well as they did is because he was actually opening up the field for the rest of the receivers, and now they don't have anybody with the blazing speed to actually do that, and, uh, and defenses have figured that out, and that's one of the problems. That's why that's why Derek Carr went from one of the better quarterbacks to not being so good the last three weeks. You know, that's why well,
5: they signed to Sean Jackson, hoping he could do that. But, you know. yeah. but he,
6: has, he hasn't really done anything since no. he's been there, Rick. So, no, you
5: know. I know. And here's the game uh, Perry was talking
3: about earlier. The Chargers beat the Ch- the Steelers forty. One to thirty-seven. The Steelers were behind uh, twenty-seven to ten. They took the lead, what thirty-seven and thirty-four, and then yeah. the Chargers came back uh, with uh, what was it? Uh, a fifty-three-yard touchdown from uh, uh, Mike Williams mr. Williams. Williams. Yeah, yeah. yeah with uh, two uh, two and a half minutes to go, and Eckler uh, scored two rushing touchdowns and two uh, you know receiving touchdowns, And uh, you know the the Steelers just couldn't. Uh, they were tired. The defense seemed to you know bounce back in the middle of the game because they had adrenaline because the offense was now cooking a bit and. And then they just lost it. They were too tired to, you know, stop them again because the Chargers Burbit, just had too much offense. Chargers had
5: a huge game, 370 uh, yeah. yards passing, 90 yards rushing, wow. three touchdowns. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And the last game on the docket was the Giants playing in Tampa Bay. And the score, I don't think it was as close as 30 to 10. It was really yep. bad. You know, the Giants only scored their touchdown because they got a, uh, an interception on the five yard line, was it, Rick? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so they fired, as we said, Jason Garrett, the offensive coordinator, who I always, I think everybody was, and all Giants fans are pretty optimistic because I mean, they thought, okay, they uh, thought him coming in, uh, you know, that he was a pretty good coach that, uh, you know, Jerry Jones got in the way of in Dallas maybe and that he might do okay there. That's my thought what was you what were you
5: thinking when, when you came they at? when when they started with joe judge and they had garrett as the offensive coordinator and they also hired freddie kitchens who was now going to take over the offensive coordinator i said uh-huh. well, they're, they're hiring who i considered maybe to be the two worst head coaches in the league the year before <laughs> yep.
3: okay well there you go okay so now we have the nfl standings. Hold, hold on Chris, Chris, before you
7: give those callers go to the front so okay. al, mm-hmm. come on in al
3: you're already so
1: Am I unmuted? to unmute
3: Yes, you are. Go
1: ahead. Okay, Go ahead. you did have to do it. But anyway, uh, <clears throat> I don't know if this has been brought up being a turn on late. There has been a schedule change for December for the Browns. Yeah. They're going to play Saturday afternoon at 4.30 on uh, December 18th instead of 19th when the Vegas comes here. Okay. Or All right. Browns, well,
3: we
8: will... Uh,
5: I right, will Raiders. try to. It's going to be an eight fifteen game on that Saturday because it's not listed on the schedule. Yeah, I did get. You know, when you get late in the season, that they they move some games to the side. They're not sure which ones they want yet until they see other teams. i right, right. okay. uh, yeah. I can so I fed,
6: can fill but... in the I can fill in the blank here. The Raiders Browns game will be on the NFL Network at four thirty, and the Patriots Colts game will be eight twenty on the NFL Network oh, on, on that go. Saturday, December eighteenth.
1: So yeah, supposed to be one of the local channels will pick them up. They will.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll know. On the NFL Network, a local channel, you they uh, they'll pick them up there and see when usually
3: usually paid. it's whoever your um, exhibition games wherever your exhibition games are that's I usually who ABC when it's the NFL Network ABC you know? station do that but anyway yeah, okay. yeah,
1: I discovered something a couple Sundays ago there's a station in Kansas called K I U L and uh-huh. they carry uh NFL Sunday doubleheaders from a network called Sports USA. Has anybody ever heard of that
4: network? Yeah. Yeah, Sports USA, it was part of the old Jones network. Right. And then well Dial Global and then when Westwood One and, and Dial Global merged, Sports USA was still there, but I think they sold Sports USA. They they have they've had some names uh, Larry Kahn was one of the yeah. announcers. Right. Uh Dan Faust did announce that did color for them for a while. So yeah, they they've been around a while. Yeah, and they carry the
1: my the four oh five game instead of the four thirty game. They carry the uh the backup game for the— uh,
3: I think network? there's a rotation system with those networks, and they get choices of what mm. game they want. I think they rotate, unless it has to do with money, and maybe Westwood One pays more money, so they get the choice all the time. But there's some kind of rotation. Westwood One doesn't always get the best games, I've noticed. So, I you know. don't even—you
7: yeah. th- know what, though, you guys? I don't even think Westwood One is doing a Sunday doubleheader anymore. I think it's oh, Compass— I think it's no. Compass, the Sports USA, and and ESPN that are doing the Sunday ESP,
4: games. ESPN, well, ESPN just does an early game. They just uh, the no, games.
7: they've had double headers the past few weeks.
4: And oh, they, okay, they have. Okay,
3: is Westwood yep, One okay. not doing any Sunday, or are they just doing an early game? Just Sunday night. Oh, just Sunday yeah. night. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah. Well, right. that yeah. sets up their whole network to be there for that, if they're available out of their own games, to be there for their uh, that show at 730, the, the highlight show, which is a good show with Scott Graham. Yeah.
4: Oh, that's a great show.
3: Yeah. Right. yeah okay.
4: uh, while well, we're, we're at it, Pierre. On, I'll
1: let you go on. With, Sounds uh, what, good, Alan. Okay, good yeah. holiday. Pierre, thanks, thanks, ahead, Al. Yeah, um, yeah you, happy Thanksgiving. Be to hear, you guys we will hear from you, Pierre. You yes, yes, we will yep. be here tomorrow. Okay, that'll be good. I'll talk okay. to you guys, uh, Okay. Have, thank you. Happy
3: Thanksgiving, uh, Chris. Okay.
5: Thank you. Yep, yep, absolutely. You. Pierre, go ahead. Yeah, I, I listened to that. I listened to that Saints game Sunday, and that was awful. You know, without <laughs> uh, without uh, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, uh, you know, Jameis, Jameis Winston, Winston. <laughs> they, they all, I mean, Sim, Simeon, Trevor Simeon threw. Uh, two interceptions before the the game already started good. And <laughs> one was a pick six, and the other one led to a touchdown. And until they actually can find a quarterback or something, they're in big trouble.
3: Well, that's why. Right. So what do you think, Pierre, of this deal with, and what are people saying down there about the deal with T- uh, Taysom Hill with the thing where he can get that much mon- more money if he's a starter?
5: You know, it hasn't even been mentioned here.
3: Really? Really? Well, yeah. we break the big oh. stories here on Sports Times Live. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Pierre, Pierre, stay there, because I have your the topic
7: you told me you wanted us to hit, we're going to hit it, so stay stay right there.
3: Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. And so we have well, our before, before we get, oh, before we get oh. to
4: the standings, I brought up an interesting little fact that I heard. I didn't realize this today. All six of the teams that are playing on Thanksgiving lost. I don't know if oh, that's okay. happened where every team yeah, well, did. All yeah. six teams lost. Okay. Right? Yeah. Right.
6: Okay, That's, I did, I got a couple of more NFL notes here. We'll oh yeah, well, why don't
3: we do the standings and schedule, and then we'll do because uh, I got notes too. So why don't we do the okay. standings and schedule first, and then we'll do okay. the notes. That's usually what we do. AFC okay. East: Patriots again, um, unbelievable, seven and four. Buffalo six and four. Miami four and seven, uh, and the Jets are two and eight. AFC North: Baltimore seven and three, Cincinnati uh, six and four, Pittsburgh five four and one, Cleveland six and five. AFC South, Tennessee eight and three, Indianapolis six and five, Jacksonville two and eight, and Houston two and eight, AFC West, Kansas City seven and four, the Chargers are six and four. Denver five and five, and the Vegas Golden uh, the Golden Knights, Golden Raiders. <laughs> where they are? They're five and five yeah. too. The, NFC, Raiders, yeah. Yeah. the Raiders, yeah, Raiders. Dallas is eight and three, and uh, seven and three in the NFC East. Philadelphia five and six. Washington four and six. The fabulous New York Football Giants are three and seven. NFC North: Green Bay eight and three, Minnesota five and five, Chicago three and seven, Detroit oh nine and one. NFC South Tampa Bay 7 and 3 New Orleans 5 and 5 Carolina five and six, Atlanta four and six, NFC West Arizona nine and two, the Rams are seven and three. We have San Francisco at five and five, and Seattle three and seven. So looking at the playoff breakdown right now in the AFC, Tennessee is number one at eight and three, Baltimore seven and three. Then the Patriots and Chiefs are tied for third at six seven and four. We can get into those tiebreakers as we get closer, but we're not done with the season until January 9th, So at this point, but basically, you know, they they would be you know, tied for third place. Uh, okay. Uh, we have then for the wild card the top wild card would be or buffalo it would be six and four cincinnati six and four the chargers six and four so those would be your three wild card teams right now then the contenders is five four and one cleveland six and five the colts are six and five uh, the raiders five and five and denver five and five so those are the teams that you can uh, logically think have a chance in the nfc we have Arizona at 9 and 2, Green Bay 8 and 3, Tampa Bay 7 and 3 and Dallas 7 and 3. And then for the wild cards, we have the Rams at 7 and 3, Minnesota 5 and 5, New Orleans 5 and 5 and San Francisco 5 and 5. So 3 of those would get in, one would not if the season were to end today. We have Philadelphia at 5 and 6, Carolina 5 and 6, Washington 4 and 6 and Atlanta 4 and 6. So those are the Again, the the ones you would think that uh, might have a chance anyhow. So, and I do have the schedule over here that I can grab. And I'm doing it from upstairs now where it's a little easier to get at the schedule than it was before. So, here we go. On Thursday, November 25th, Thanksgiving Day. Chicago at Detroit, 12.30 p.m. on Fox. Las Vegas at Dallas, 4.30 p.m. on CBS. Robert says, eat then. Buffalo at New Orleans, 8.20 p.m. on NBC. Sunday, November 28th, we have Pittsburgh at Cincinnati, 1 p.m. on CBS. Tampa Bay at Indianapolis, 1 p.m., and that is on Fox. Carolina at Miami, 1 p.m. on Fox. Tennessee at the Patriots, 1 p.m. on CBS, and that's a big, big one. Philadelphia at the Giants, 1 p.m. on Fox. Atlanta at Jacksonville, 1 p.m. on CBS. The Jets are at Houston, one PM on CBS. The Chargers are at Denver, four or five PM on CBS. So the Fox guys love the doubleheader. And again, the you ever see, want to see any Packers game? More Packers games. The Rams at the Packers, Green Bay, four twenty-five PM on Fox. They're almost always in the national game. Uh, and boy, if Rodgers hadn't come back this year, they would have been stuck. There would have been a lot more yeah. changes to the schedule than there already are. Minnesota at San Francisco, big battle of five and five teams 4:25 p.m. on Fox. We have Cleveland at Baltimore, 8:20 p.m. on NBC, and the Monday Night Classic will be Seattle at Washington 8:15 p.m. on ESPN. The buys are Kansas City and Arizona. So there you go. Okay, Sean, you said you got uh I think you already did your note about the teams losing and uh, Robert, you said you yeah. had something?
6: Yeah, uh, on December 5th, the Kansas City-Denver game has been moved to Sunday night, and the San Francisco-Seattle game has been moved to 425.
3: Yep, it's that time of year, that's for sure. We're, we'll, uh, we'll be uh, you know finding out about all that, all that stuff, and hopefully uh, they'll be put in again to our uh, phone system so I can uh, update my schedule. Well, so that's
6: why I'm that's why I'm putting all these yeah, uh, changes. I know, on, but uh, on, you
3: know, put put them on the you know. We want them for everybody, so put right. them on the you know. Okay, so uh any other? Uh, let's see. I'm looking for my notes here. I think we have Le'Veon Bell was cut by the Ravens, so that experiment did not work out, and he's ruined his career by sitting out that time, and never was the same at all. And Philip
6: Lindsey was also cut today by the Texans.
3: Okay. Dak Prescott is over 20,000 yards. He's the fifth Cowboy quarterback to be over 20,000. Danny White is in fourth place, Roger Staubach in third, uh, Troy Aikman in second, and Tony Romo with 34,183 is the all-time Cowboy leader. And you get a good argument in Dallas as to who the – you get a generational argument. The real young people would say uh, Romo, the – People uh, maybe your age, Sean and uh, Perry, say uh, Aikman, and then you get to the uh, the Roger Staubach folks, which would be m- Rick and my age, I guess.
4: Well, I think the reason Romo has because remember longevity. Romo played the longest for a right. team for all, for them. I mean, yeah, Staubach but, was yeah. second, Aikman was third. You know, I mean, but Romo, Romo didn't know there was they no. He didn't do but anything in the, in the playoff. playoffs. So in the regular season, though, yeah. he played what? He played a lot of years in the regular season. Staubach yeah. really he came in at what sixty nine and played till yeah. He had 70. to say go
3: to the navy, you know, in the navy for four years. Yeah,
4: yeah. And then Aikman only played like six, seven years, and then he got hurt. Uh, yeah, so oh,
3: that's yeah. right. No, that's that's the good debate yeah. you have in a bar in Dallas. And right. then the most uh, games decided on the last play of the game twenty three. Uh, so far this year, in uh, that's the most since the merger since 1970. Decided in the last uh, play of the game with all those last-second field goals, et So there you go. And any I more? Uh, NFL? I
5: heard that Minnesota. Out of their 10 games, nine of their games have ended up on the last play of the game. Yes. <laughs> And it sounds right I knew it was eight or nine, and yeah. it was a lot of them I didn't yeah, know, no, I nine
6: I, nine yeah. it it's incredible the Vikings every week you can know, you can count on they they I'm surprised Paul Allen hasn't called them
5: the cardiac kids because that's the way it looks this year, you know, and I just want okay. to get quickly yeah. uh, you okay. you guys view on um this it's starting to get more and more momentum every year, this movement that they want to take the Thanksgiving Day game away from the Lions. I used to say no. I kind of like the tradition. I'm starting to come around because they just never get better on it. Now, I would leave it say? there.
3: Yeah. I, I think it's kind of fun to, to just see, oh, here's the Lions again. We, you yeah. know, people playing around the Lions game. Well, we don't have to watch football with that games. You know, I don't know. I just, uh, and they've had some crazy situations. I mean, this game is going to be weird. To my, I don't care what happens. You're going to, you've got two weird teams here, the Bears and the Lions. And it's going to be a strange game. And it's going to but be it's kind of fun to watch. As, like football. Was it
6: the Bears last year, too? I think so. Uh no, it was no. Houston no, Texans, no, I been believe, been last this, year. Yeah, last year.
5: Yeah, but Detroit—they um, the, uh, had David Blau playing quarterback last year on Thanksgiving. He, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no,
6: I, I believe it's time to to. Uh, in that tradition because the one thing about the Detroit lions is it would be all right. If they were interesting to watch once in a while, but everything yeah. you can, you can count on them being a total disaster, but they win. Well, about- I, don't think, I
7: don't think they're a disaster every year. You no. do have some, some wild games that are played there. Yeah, I think do. if, I think if you, if you allow it to happen to them, what you're then going to start hearing is people, well, then if we're going to do it to them, why are we then allowing Dallas to play
3: every year? Because yeah. Dallas isn't yeah. always good. That's right. Yeah. Right. yeah that's but you know, good.
7: someone who is always good is Jamal. And Jamal um, is yeah, ready to is talk to team uh,
3: right. I mean, not always be good, but he is. Yeah.
6: Right. Yeah. So Jamal, go ahead and unmute. Yeah, I would like to uh, make a couple of observations. Number one, that Bears game with a train wreck on uh, right. Sunday. And they're talking... The, 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 the chance has gotten louder and louder for Matt. Now you do be fired. And mm-hmm. there was a rumor that he was about
5: to be fired, but he denied the rumor. He'll be the and last was, one to know, the, probably, actually. But
7: Jamal, <laughs> the the reporter whose name I don't mm-hmm. have in front of me said they are standing by it, so we'll see. Right. And, and, and it will be pointless to
6: fire him before the Detroit game because what's that going to do? You know, you might as well dump him at the end of the season.
4: Well, Well, I don't know. dump him after the Detroit game.
3: You got 10 days. Especially, though, (laughs) you're right, Jamal, (laughs) because especially if you're going to dump the GM, too, to bring, you you know, you would, yeah. Yeah.
2: And I have have another question I'm curious about. Yeah. When was the last time Dallas won on Thanksgiving?
6: Ah. I don't know. Now you know that is a good question because the last few years they have lost. I know they beat the Raiders eight years ago on Thanksgiving, but I know they've won since then. So yeah, they have. I, yeah. I don't
3: know. We'd have to ask that. Uh, maybe maybe Miss A knows that. I'll have to ask when I get downstairs. But uh, the thing the thing is, we can maybe get that information for you, uh, Jamal, on Friday. But uh, the thing is that. Um, they no, you'd never take you know America's team and all. Jerry Jones would pitch a fit, and so they're not going to yeah. take the game ever away from Dallas. And and no. Dallas is, I think they're going to win this week. I mean, I I can't see why they're not going to beat the Raiders.
6: Yeah, I, unfortunately, uh, I'd like to say you're wrong, Chris, but uh, from everything I'm seeing, I, I think this is a Dallas guaranteed win.
7: Yeah, Jerry, so. go ahead and unmute, and we would be able to hear you.
3: Hey, Jerry.
6: Hey, Jerry. Hello, Jerry. Okay, I'm here, and happy yep. Thanksgiving to everyone. Yeah, and you too. I'm going to be spending it with my other half, part of it. That's a long story, but I'll get into that later. But okay. anyway, um, yeah, well, now this is what I heard this morning. The local guy, Todd Marino, said that uh, if yeah. the Bears lose. Uh, their next game that the coach will be fired. Now I don't know
9: where he got that information, but that's what he said. Don't do that. Okay,
3: well they, you know, that could be, it could be true. It could be true. We're we're not saying it's not, but it's just if you're going to have a clean sweep, just have a clean sweep and just wait till the end of the season and do it. You know, that's what I'd say.
6: But, and uh, then telling... afternoon, yeah. Afternoon, Mike Tomlin was saying definitely that the Steelers have to step up their defense. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> their, their defense on Sunday was not so hot. Although they had nope. quite a few injuries on defense. They uh, did.
3: They did. Yeah. Uh, Patrick wasn't there and a couple other guys. So, yeah. Watt. Yeah. What? yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well okay. everybody wants and, to talk and,
7: about the NFL. So, Dick, why don't you go ahead and unmute, and then we'll be able to hear you.
9: Hello, boys. Hello. Hey, Dick. Hey, Dick. You know, I want wish to I, I wish you guys a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Uh, you thanks. too. Dressing's uh, my favorite part of that meal. Um, uh-huh. You know the thing about the bears. And, you know I've been a bear fan. I probably started listening to bears when I was nine years old, and I've been around a long time. Uh, my father was a season ticket holder until he died. Wow. Um, my brother went to the championship game in '63 when he was about five. of oh, yes. It yes. Nice and warm. Very cold day. The <laughs> came on the radio. Yes, they were, and they, and they stood too. Um, I don't know if I could do that, but you know the really sad thing is. Uh, and I don't think they're going to fire the coach in the middle of the season or near the end of the season. They just, the Bears just don't do that. But the really sad thing is, if they fire him, they even if they fire the, the GM, which they should, they won't hire a really good season-managed professional uh, GM. They'll hire a rookie, and they'll hire another rookie coach, and we'll have the same nonsense. It, and I, I don't know. It, it, it's sad. It's hard to be a Bears fan. I certainly can't root for the team in Green Bay. I, I'm, I'm half tempted to, to really start rooting for the Chiefs because they're more interesting and they have a great announcement. And that's one thing, too. Chris, I got to talk to you about this. Okay. You like Joniak. Yes, I do. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't understand how. Because I think he doesn't tell you a lot of times what the ball is. Like, I'll give you an example. Uh, the first field goal they he missed, he didn't tell you if it was wide, or left, or right, or, or uh, should. Well, he should have done that. And he didn't. Actually, it took uh, Thayer to, to do that. Okay. Uh, but he does it a lot. And I, I don't know. I, I just... But the Bears of had history. Did you ever hear Jack Brickhouse?
3: I did, and I didn't think he was that good. You oh, know, I mean, I, the, ones, the ones I... Yeah, I thought he was... You know, he's a baseball announcer doing football, and many can do it, and successfully. But he just... It just didn't really... I always, uh, I didn't. Uh, I, I thought his call man was interesting. Or cups and He was just crazy. But um, you know, I, no. I, I really, as a matter of fact, I'm sure that you actually, if you listen to the game on the radio, you probably got a pretty good call because that would have been. They, t- the history is that it was Jack Winland doing it on the radio because uh, Brickhouse was on TV. That's what and I that's, heard.
9: Yeah, that's true. You're right.
3: Yeah. Uh, so and Jack uh, Winland was a good announcer. No, I, I, God, I liked uh, Wayne Larrabee, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I liked uh, you know uh, Joe McConnell. They were oh, good. Oh,
9: yeah. McConnell was I, been, <laughs> great. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So no, but uh, Joniak I enjoy, but uh, I'll listen about that with the ball where the ball is. I'll I'll, I'll listen for that next time I hear. listen
9: to it, and uh, what's the other thing I wanted to say? Um, yeah, Quinlan died in a car crash out in Arizona. Yes, he
3: did, sixty-five in Arizona.
9: Yep. Yeah, very yep. sad. And well, then brought Vince I, Lloyd, who was TV, uh-huh. he had um, uh, with with Brickhouse and Cubs in it. Yeah, you know, Cubson yes, was a yeah, Yep. And uh his famous every time Brick also say something, Cubson would say, That's right, Jack. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> he, he did. He was terrible. Also. Yeah. It was so, so it was like, and, we had we had a a radio and T V columnist named Gary Dee who really finally started taking G to task for hiring those clowns. And when we went <laughs> to BBM, of course.
3: They went to and BBM and they got Joe McConnell, yeah?
9: Yeah, I was scared to death that they were going to bring Brickhouse over there. Well, happily, they didn't. <laughs> okay. And, uh, Bill, I'm sorry. I didn't. I wanted to call you and give you some grief about the, the Bulls last night, and you guys cleaned their clock. Oh, we, yes, did. we, we did. don't want to. We don't. We don't want to talk about that game. <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> sure did. <it is. laughs> I, I, I wanted to listen because to I, I had the um, uh, Giants and Elchers on the um, on the um, radio on the tapin. Yeah, uh, but I had, couldn't listen to the Bulls because it, it was painful. Yeah, yeah they, they definitely. Happy was. to you. You too, yeah. Dick. Uh, oh, yeah. David, you're David, too, USF.
7: Right. You're already unmuted, so if you go ahead, we'll hear you.
4: Ah, uh, real quick. Uh, the last time the Cowboys won on Thanksgiving was three years ago when they beat the
0: the Redskins, thirty-one to twenty-three. Okay, mm-hmm. okay.
6: That's,
4: Thank you, David. Yeah, I, you I was looking up. I was about to tell you that. <laughs> Good. All right. Okay. All right. See, see you later. Our research, you, our
3: research yeah. department here, David yeah. USF. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I think, we, are we ready for college football? Yes. Oh, thank All you. right. Mm-hmm. All right. Let me run down, and this, is, of course, is last week's uh, committee standing, so uh, they'll be changing uh, within a couple hours, or maybe between basketball games or something or another no, tonight. It, comes,
4: it is at seven, 7 Eastern tonight because it'll okay, be right after – Right after the Wisconsin-Houston uh, game in the Maui Classic in Vegas.
3: Okay, number one, Georgia, two, Alabama, three, Oregon, and we know they won't be there, four, Ohio State, oh. five, Cincinnati, six was Michigan, seven, Michigan State, eight, Notre Dame, nine, Oklahoma State, and ten, Wake Forest. And then for the scoreboard here, we got Georgia all over uh, Charleston Southern, 56-7, to seven. Ohio State killed Michigan State, 56-7. to seven. Nobody expected that. No. That kind of a slaughter.
5: 49 to at halftime? (laughs) What's that? 49 to nothing at halftime? Yeah. Yeah. I heard that. Yeah, it was.
3: Arkansas uh, lost to Alabama forty two thirty five. That was a good sounds like it was a good game. I didn't get to hear much college. Uh, was uh, Alabama would
4: have had Arkansas kind of battled back in the fourth quarter and caught up to them. That's okay. That.
3: All right. Cincinnati got an impressive win, so maybe they'll make the top four tonight. They beat <laughs> SMU forty eight to fourteen, so that might be uh, stand them in good stead finally. Uh, Notre Dame over Georgia Tech, who's lousy fifty five to nothing. Michigan beat Maryland, who's also not very good, 59-18, setting up the big battle uh, always on Thanksgiving weekend with, uh, at noontime. Michigan and Ohio State. I, I don't remember whether it's in – where is it, the big house or at Ohio State?
4: I think, it's in, Michigan.
3: I think Michigan? it's in Michigan. It's in Michigan this okay. year. All right. Yeah. Oklahoma State over Tech, uh, uh, Georgia, uh, Te- uh, Texas Tech, 23-0. to nothing. Uh, Mississippi beat Vanderbilt, 31-17. to 17. And they, had, they didn't show up yeah. in that game.
7: They should have won that by a lot more than that.
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, a, a win is a win. Baylor beat Kansas State twenty to ten. Oklahoma over Iowa State twenty eight twenty one. I know you had some optimism about uh, Iowa State in that game, uh, Perry. Yeah, and
7: that and that game wasn't really that close either. Iowa State battled back towards the end.
3: <laughs> the big surprise of the day or the evening was Utah over Oregon. Thirty-eight to seven in Utah and uh, wouldn't
4: It wasn't a surprise that they won. It was a surprise of how bad they won. Because mm-hmm. I could see Utah beating Oregon, but how bad they won Oregon definitely knocked themselves out of the top four. Oh, Oregon yeah. and Michigan State. <laughs> Oregon and Michigan State Here, did not help themselves.
7: No. That. Here's Pierre's question. Um, he wants to know what we think is going to happen. Will the committee finally give Cincinnati their due and put them in the top four? Or do you jump them with Michigan knowing that either Michigan or Ohio State will lose this weekend?
4: I have a weird feeling that somehow Michigan's going to jump them because they want to get to. They're waiting. I think they're waiting to put Cincinnati in until maybe next week. But I don't, I don't know. I because I would, I would go ahead. Well, I would have had Cincinnati in there already. Yeah, yeah, But I would put them in. But they want that discussion. They want those talks. And now, granted, Michigan, Ohio State's a Fox game. It's not an ESPN game, but so it's a Fox game this year. So I mean, they're not. It's you know, rating wise, it doesn't help them, but. They're thinking, you know what, Cincinnati's got a throwaway game, and then they then they go be, play Houston in the conference championships. So, where well, this is Michigan-Ohio State, we can hype it up on the highlights and talk about it on game day. So, I have a strange feeling, and they all say that the that ESPN doesn't have much of a say, but I think the guys look at it, they know ESPN runs. You know, that's what I think, yeah. honestly. Uh,
3: we'll see. BYU over Georgia Southern, 34-17. to 17. Yeah, UTSA beat UAB 34-31, Iowa over Illinois 33-23. So where are we in the West now, uh, Perry? Uh, Wisconsin, if they
7: win, it's theirs this weekend. And I think, I'm not 100% on this, but I think even if Minnesota would beat them, I still think Wisconsin's going to go to the championship
3: game. Okay, uh, that's and that I assume is the real border battle, as opposed to the uh, Packers and the. Uh, is that, that the name that of is, the border that's battle? That's what they would
7: tell you. Yes.
3: Okay, because uh, that's not what Paul Allen says, but that's okay. All right. Then we have Wisconsin over Nebraska 35-28, Houston over Memphis uh, 31-13, Pitt beat Virginia 48-38. They captured the Coastal Championship. So they'll be in there. I'm not sure if they're if that's settled in the Atlantic yet with Wake Forest and NC State. Uh,
4: well, yeah, Wake Forest Wake Forest pretty much looks like it is if they beat – I think they played Duke this week, and if they beat Duke – which they and, should. You know, they're, no, actually, yeah, Wake Forest is should. playing BC.
3: Wake Forest playing BC. Okay, here the, this week. okay
4: Wake Forest playing BC. Okay, yeah. then uh, I was – I because usually it's the rivalry game on this week. But, yeah, Wake Forest, BC, if they win, they're in because their only oh, yeah. conference loss is Clemson. Because, remember, North Carolina, that was considered a non-conference game. So, That's uh, right. you know, they're in if they – and I don't think there's anybody close enough in that division to really –
3: Well, NC State is, is, is doing pretty good. I'd have to look at it, but NC State's doing pretty good good too, and maybe if they win their game, uh, and but Wake Forest beat them, so maybe they can't. Maybe yeah, Wake, Wake Forest. Yeah, to, yeah,
4: Wake Forest has to lose for NC State to get in. Yeah, that's right. Are.
3: Okay, Clemson beat uh, Wake Forest forty-eight twenty-seven. Just uh, that's what we're talking about there. And uh, San Diego State over UNLV twenty-eight twenty, and Louisiana over Liberty forty-two to fourteen. And uh, NC State beat Syracuse forty-one to seventeen. And so, um, what? Do you, uh, I mean, and the only other thing that happened this week, Dan Mullen was out at Florida, five and six. And I guess he was in this championship game uh, a couple of years ago, right? What yeah, I'm what yeah. I'm
7: hearing on that story is that Dan Mullen does not like recruiting. So then you would wonder why he was a college football coach He doesn't like recruiting, yeah. and he he hates the uh, transfer portal thing.
4: Yes. Yes. He wants out of college in a lot of ways. Yeah, that's the other big story. Now, let me clear up some other conference stuff. Of course, Georgia's got the SEC East wrapped up. Michigan, Ohio State playing for the Big Ten East. That's pretty, you know, Alabama also has the West. Alabama also has the West. I don't know. Do they have the West? They do. They do. Yeah. They, they do. They do. Nope. They okay. Got it. I wasn't sure on that one. Utah and Oregon will be. Re- they will play again in a couple a week from Saturday in the Pac-12 already. That's pretty much sewed up. Uh, now the Big 12. This is the interesting one. If all right, if Oklahoma State wins, they're in the championship game. If Baylor wins, they'll be in. If Baylor wins and Oklahoma State wins, then Oklahoma's out, but if Oklahoma beats Oklahoma State, then they will play Oklahoma State again next week for the Big 12 Championships. So that's okay. kind of how that one goes. It's kind of a round robin. Baylor plays Texas Tech. Oklahoma plays Oklahoma State this weekend. You have the Egg Bowl with Ole Miss, Mississippi State, kind of a big game. Of course, the Iron Bowl. Alabama, Auburn, you got Tennessee, Vanderbilt, you got the Interconference state games with Kentucky, Louisville, Clemson, South Carolina, Georgia, Georgia Tech and Florida, Florida State. You have, I think Notre Dame is going to Stanford, goes out to Stanford this weekend, so that should be a win for them. Uh, Of course, the Oregon-Oregon State and Washington-Washington State game and the Arizona teams playing each other and Utah's Colorado. So those should be kind of a hand. LSU-Texas A&M, Texas A&M should handle that one. Arkansas-Missouri, Iowa-Nebraska. Remember, Taylor Taylor
7: Martinez for Nebraska will not play. He had a shoulder injury towards the end of the Wisconsin game so Iowa you would figure without their starting quarterback should win that and game. if you
3: go to that board uh, 14 uh, 13 that uh, Sean has been talking about you'll get the schedule and it's important this week because there's games you know maybe a game or two on Thursday night but there's a bunch of games on Friday you'll want to know about so you want to get that yeah. schedule uh, for uh, the, the, serious the egg
4: bowl's on thir- yeah, the Egg Bowl on egg Thursday,
3: Thursday night, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's
4: usually the one when Texas and Texas A&M quit playing. The Egg Bowl moved back to Thursday. I remember, and but yeah, all the all these rivalry games, a lot of them going on. So it's you know pr- we're getting to the end next week. We'll have conference champ. It'll only be conference championships, except. USC and Cal, the makeup game. That'll be a week. Yep, right. That'll be next week. We'll talk. But yep. and no. uh, while we're on college football, we're going to talk about this other story. It kind of was coming out last week when we were doing the show, but it really, all right, in the Iowa State Texas Tech game a week ago brian jensen john harris the uh texas tech announcers brian jensen has been with texas tech for 22 years with a play-by-play man replacing the, the late great jack dale longtime voice and john harris color man longtime tv guy in lubbock and let's just say all right the officiating in the big 12 has never perry can attest that Correct. has never been good it has never but they said that the uh Basically, that the the officials are, that the Big 12 is wanting Iowa State to win this game. So, Learfield reprimanded him. But now, I've never seen this. I've seen where officials, have, where announcers have gotten ejected from games or your network or your team let you go, but I've never seen a league suspend two guys. The Big 12 suspended them from Saturday's game against Oklahoma State, so they had kind of a, the sideline guy and the basketball play-by-play guy and some others all stepping in, having to do play-by-play. And, you know, yeah, I mean, they did cross the line. They went to like, like Craig Way, what he'll say is, okay, well, uh, that wasn't a great call. You know, he'll say, but and there's been times where, like, Rod Babers was a sideline guy for University of Texas for a while, and he said something on his show that upset a coach. And, you know, so he just said, okay, well, I'll just step aside from sideline duties and I'll concentrate on my talk show and the little things that I've never seen. I mean, the, the conference suspended him. And, yes, they, they needed to be reprimanded. They needed probably whatever happened. But the Big 12 has never done anything. I mean, this is the worst. All you have to say
7: about league. it, Sean, it, it's it, it. Well, other than there's an SEC crew that, oh, it, there's not too much worse than these guys. But all you have to say with the Big 12, it's Bob Bowlsby. That's all right. you need to know. Yes,
4: like Bob, yeah, Bob Bowlsby is who he is. Yeah. I mean, it's just I've never is. I mean, Bob Bowlsby. they've had they've had complaints about the officials from every coach in the Big 12. And even going back to the four that left, every coach in the Big right. Twelve has always, and even in the Big Eight days, has had c- complaints about the officiating in, in this conference.
7: Okay. And while we're right. on fo- while we're on football here, this is not mm-hmm, college okay. or college or NFL, but this is kind of a little uh, uh, interesting story. There is a little kids football league in Texas. It's for seven and eight year olds and uh, a team from from uh, Flower Mound Texas and Flower Mound is in general it's it's in the Dallas area and it's, uh, da- it's up north of Dallas but these Dallas. these kids they won big in their whole league and they were told you're not going to go to the playoffs and here's the reason you're too good Okay. I mean, yeah. wh- what on earth is going? I mean, really, it's yeah. 2021, <laughs> folks. Yeah, what you know. should what you should be telling the other teams is get better. You know, they're good. Why don't you make this you next year?
3: Yeah, yeah.
7: that's yeah. right. That's all. That's, that's what right. you do there.
3: That's ridiculous. Okay, yeah. we ready to go through the NBA? Yes. All right. Now the east, the top 13 teams. You'll see how tight they are. Within like 5 games of each other. It's crazy. Brooklyn number 1 at 13 and 5, Chicago 12 and 6, Miami 11 and 6, Washington number 4 at 11 and 6, Charlotte 11 and uh, 11 and 8. The Celtics are now sixth at 10 and 8. We have um And they won eight out of their last 11. I didn't realize it snuck up on me. Milwaukee 10 and 8. They've come along a little bit. Philadelphia 10 and 8. The Knicks are 9 and 8. Cleveland is 10th at 9 and 9. Atlanta 9 and 9. Toronto 8 and 10. Indianapolis, Indiana 8 and 11. So they're coming along. They're 13th, but they're, you know, they're very close to everybody else. They're right here. But the teams are not Detroit 4 and 12. Orlando 4 and 14. In the West, we have Golden State at fifteen and two, the best team in the league so far. Phoenix fourteen and three. Utah eleven and six. The Clippers are a, a fourth at ten and seven. Dallas nine and seven. Memphis nine and eight. Uh, Portland 9 and 8. Denver uh, 9 and 8. The Lakers or the Namers, I'm going to call them that because uh, you, you have a situation where they don't know who's going to have the ball. This is an interesting thing and it'll dovetail off something Sean's going to talk about in a minute. But the Lakers 9 and 9. You had the other night when the Celtics beat them by a lot, you had Rajon Rondo and Dwight Howard coming in off the bench in garbage time. Really? Yeah. I mean, what for? You know, don't you have any young players to play at garbage time? Man, that's nuts. Minnesota, no, they, eight. They
4: don't have any young players, honestly.
3: No, they no, really. that's the problem. Man, they, they only have one ball, too. Minnesota, eight and nine. Oklahoma City, seven and 11. Sacramento, six and 12. We'll talk about them in a minute, too. San Antonio, four and 12. Then we have New Orleans at three and 16. And the Houston Rockets, who were just here last <laughs> night, I think they've lost, what, 14 in a row. They're one and 15. So, How's
5: Sean, why six, don't you one, get 13 the, in a row? Huh? Well, has Phoenix won
3: thirteen in a row? They could have because they were yeah. pretty far down before. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, so, Sean, this, why let's don't let's you do the, the line uh, line LeBron story then?
4: Okay. Yeah, we'll do this. All right. Sunday. I think it was Sunday. Saturday or Sunday night. It was Sunday night. I believe when Detroit and the Lakers were playing in Detroit. Yeah. I think It was. And all right, LeBron James came and he just bloodied up Isaiah Stewart. And the people were, I mean, you could hear the Detroit announcers, because I heard the highlight of it. You hear them, the, the PA announcer going, please, everybody, because they were worried about another malice in the power. Yeah. He just, he bloodied him up. He got a double, you know, he got, and, they, and then Stewart fired back at him. He hit back. But they gave him a double technical. But the way this shot was, all right, LeBron, they came down today, LeBron suspended one game. Stewart is suspended two games. Now, LeBron fined $284,000, so he got more of a fine, but, well, well he's LeBron, so oh we're only going to let him. But Isaiah Stewart got fined forty-five grand. So, I mean, but, I mean, LeBron was just, it's kind of like, okay, I'm the, he's the star. He can bloody up this guy. I mean, the guy had blood, from what I understand, going all over. I mean, it was it was towards the end of the game, and it, it could have very easily turned into another, I don't know, no, maybe not, it was not the malice in the palace, maybe the, the Little Caesars throwdown or something. I don't yeah, know people were talking about that. that,
3: yeah.
4: Yeah, something but like that. Got- and, and what's interesting, coming back on this, This Sunday, you might want to check in. Detroit is playing. At the Lakers Sunday, so that could get very interesting to see what happens. The and thing, both these guys are going to be back from their suspensions. So the other thing appealing. too was
3: that they did hold LeBron out of tonight's national game with with the Knicks. So LeBron going to New York, he's not going to play. So that you know, the NBA, yeah. you wonder, oh, can we wait? Can we fudge it? Can we appeal? Can we do something? They didn't. So that, that I'm surprised that. they
4: didn't. I'm surprised they didn't announce the suspension tomorrow,
5: so he'd be yeah. in the national game. Yeah. But well, guess, they didn't. That's good that's, for them.
3: Good for them. And the okay. reason that
5: Stewart got two games and LeBron, now far for me to defend LeBron, no,
3: we don't do that. Around. Stewart
5: went absolutely crazy. I yeah, mean, he ran anyway, around like yeah, a nut. He did. Yeah, it's not he it's did. not one of these, you know, uh, hold me back. Hold, wait a minute, don't you don't let me go. You know, he really wanted to get at LeBron. They had they they had a hard time holding him back, and then at one point he did like to, yo, know, I'm I'm okay, and he started walking away, and then he charged him again, and even and even when they they threw him out, and you you know he goes down the the runway behind their bench. They had to put a security guard behind the Lakers bench because they thought he was going to go through the corridors and back up behind the Lakers bench and go at him again.
3: But the thing that, uh, talk about one ball, and this is what Sean Grandy was saying last night. You know, the Lakers looked really bad here. The Celtics beat him by like 22. And, you know, LeBron was just coming back. You know, we understand that. He had uh, his injury. But, you know, at the end, they were behind when that fight happened. And LeBron, you know, was out of the game, whatever. Here comes Anthony Davis, took over, and won them the game. So, you know, you've got Westbrook, you've got LeBron, you've got Anthony Davis, and you've got all these people, you know, who you've only got one ball. Can LeBron, that's what they were saying, he and Max, can LeBron step back and say, I'm the older guy, I'll let these other guys carry the torch? And, you like, know, Kareem did, also, like Kareem
4: did. Even, you know? tie, even tying it in with, uh, with these, you know, with this incident. Back in the day, if there was a little something going on, somebody's going after LeBron. I mean, you're not going to get to a LeBron, or you weren't going to get to Larry Bird or Magic or whoever. So those enforcers were going to come yeah, in were, and say, "Hey, Michael and, and Maxwell they would, make, would stop them." Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys that were just like you didn't Tim Duncan, they were on Robinson You, you had those guys that would yeah. step in and enforce, you know, with whatever stars on each team, and say, "Hey, you're not going to do this, so it's not getting." This point now, it's like everybody just kind of stood back. I mean, didn't every just, I mean, yeah, you didn't want another Malice Palace incident, but everybody just kind of was like, I mean, with what led up to this, you know, it was kind of getting physical before, and it led up players just, and that's where, I mean,
5: they talk about the league being soft, you know. You know, well, quick, it, uh, it's awesome. it just made me think of a quick story. When back, I think I've mentioned before that I used to have a satellite dish, and you could see things between you know, commercials that weren't supposed to be on the air and so forth. And one, there was an incident way back where Kyle Malone had hit Isaiah Thomas with an elbow, and, yeah. and Malone, got sus- yeah, Malone got suspended. Well, I, they were talking—I I was watching on TV before— uh, I I, uh, I forget whether Barkley was playing with Phoenix or Philly then but they were they were talking to Barkley and the reporter said to him you know that Malone got suspended for the elbow and Barkley says really cuz oh that's a shame he says it's a shame you didn't kill him
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay there you go okay so um, for more NBA stuff we have a new arena coming to a, a television screen near you, crypto.com. The cryptocurrency folks who do the Bitcoin are going to do it. Uh, my my line was that the two teams would be the Crypt Kicker Fives, you know, with the, you know, the Lakers and the, the Clippers now have to call themselves that from the Monster Mash. Then the hot dogs will be, they'll at you know, different parts of the game. They'll be 50 cents, $5, $50, and 25 cents. You have to pick the time you want to buy them because they go up and down all the time. But uh, yeah,
4: and, I, and it's a $700 million deal. Like I said, you know, it's who knows if they're going to pay it in cash or in Bitcoin. To, <laughs> yeah, that's right. To, cause, and a lot of people are in up in arms about this. I way. Like, you know, Staples. Remember, they were a sponsorship. It wasn't named after a per- it wasn't named after the Staple Singers. It was the Staple <laughs> Office. Right. Right. It was, yeah, it was. Remember, they were a sponsor, and they sponsored it for twenty two years. Now, granted, in a couple of years, the Clippers are going to be moving into their new arena on yeah. the side of the floor where the Forum was, but they'll be in the crypto.com, and if they, I think it's a twenty year seven hundred million dollar deal. Yeah,
3: it is. The WNBA will have three rounds, uh, best uh, three of five. They, they used to have uh, two eliminated Nation games and then two rounds, best of five. So they're changing that up. And uh, let's see. And uh, let's so see. So now Sacramento. three people
7: might watch as opposed to two.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. you know, Sacramento fired uh, Luke Walton, and they replaced him with Alvin Gentry. And uh, you know, uh, Robert, you you have been commenting on uh, Sacramento, we used to root for and gave up on. But uh, what are your thoughts on the stuff?
6: Well, um, one of the reasons why I rooted for them is a they were closer to me. But this has been a very poorly run organization since uh, since Rick Adelman and that crew left. Um, and a new owner didn't change things. I, I wish David Stern would have allowed them to, have, uh, to move to Seattle and they could have been somebody else's problem. Because this organization, along with the Pelicans, uh, both organizations in the NBA are train wrecks. Uh, Alvin Gentry has a career record now with last night's loss of 510 wins and 596 losses. <laughs> um, uh, I, you know, I, I don't know if any decent coach is ever going to work for this organization because Luke Walton, uh, he did okay with the Lakers. He filled in for the Warriors. Remember the the first year that Steve Kerr got the yep. job because of a back surgery, and what did he do? They go out and they win twenty four games in a row. But well, look
4: at yeah with the Warriors too. Though, yeah
6: that, that doesn't that doesn't count on his record. That all went to Steve Kerr. Uh, Luke Walton got basically screwed over here, and uh, but he took the job. I, yeah, he took the, he took the job, and uh, I, I don't see a very bright future for it. The Sacramento Kings, unless this owner is willing to put in a top-notch GM, and he's willing to bring in a coach that knows what he's doing and allows him to do what he needs to do, uh, and well, they've done we a very well. We have a top-notch caller ready to go. Pierre, go ahead, and uh,
3: he is.
9: We would be able
7: to hear you. Pierre is good yes. all the time.
6: Yes, he is.
9: Glad,
7: Pierre.
6: Oh, Pierre. Oh, oh Pierre. <clears throat> Oh, Pierre dropped.
3: Okay. So Pierre's okay. not there. A big introduction. He's not a, well, you know, every caller, <laughs> even a top-notch one, has a bad day. Yeah. All
6: right. I, anyway, no, this is just a very poorly run organization. Right. Well, we, we get it. We get it. All right.
3: Yeah. Okay. Baseball. Any, anybody uh, do a little baseball? Got some awards that were given out. Manager of the year was Gabe Kapler of the Giants and uh, Kevin Cash of Tampa Bay. And, and that's uh, that,
6: just a year in a row. He's won that award, by the way.
3: Yeah, and, and that, that makes sense. You know, I, Alice Cora did a heck of a job this year. Yeah. though i'll tell you that yeah, and, it's you a, it, and remember
7: it is a regular season award not a postseason so that's right that, that's right
3: and that, and i'm not saying you know that's fine i'm not saying but because the red Sox did beat them that's fine i think i would have uh, could have voted for alex too but you know kevin cash is not a bad choice right for the cy young award it was robbie ray for toronto and uh Col, uh Col, Cor- colvin Corbin 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 burns. Uh, burns for milwaukee and the mvp was uh, uh, otani for uh, the angels and Bryce Harper for uh, Philadelphia. And I don't know when the last time – we'll put David USF on this one, too. <laughs> When's the last time that the – now that we've had the expansion of the uh, postseason to 10 teams, that neither uh, team – neither MVP, yeah, MVP was in the postseason? That's something that hasn't happened in a while. No. Okay. No. Houston signed Justin Verlander to uh, t- uh, one year for twenty five million. So he did not accept the qualifying offer, but he did get big money. And of course, he's coming off Tommy John, so we'll see how that goes. And there
7: is an there is a second year option for another twenty five.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Rob Manfred uh, spoke the other day, and I guess uh, the lockout is coming up on. Um, on the uh, 2nd of uh, December, and there would be no winter meetings. And, uh, you know, so any more news on the labor front since that was like a week ago?
7: No, the the only thing is they're hoping that if they lock out now that it's all done by, you know, by the time spring training comes around.
3: And I think, Robert, that what you're going to have is you're going to have a lockout until it, they wouldn't reopen to then have the players strike. I think what would happen is just stay locked, you know. Okay, that's correct. That is correct. It'll be a lockout. It won't be a strike. Thank you for that. I'm not saying the players wouldn't have struck. I'm not saying the players, but we're just going to call it what it is, which is a lot right. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Uh, Other teams, uh, the Yankees uh, have made some cuts on their thing. They're uh, sent people. Basically, if you cut somebody at this point before the uh, December 2nd thing and you outright release them, they go into the Rule 5 draft. So. Uh, the Yankees did that. I'm sure a lot of other players were cut, too. We don't have uh, who they are. Clint
6: Frazier was cut today by the Yankees also.
3: Okay, I think he was. No, on that, that was before. that was
6: done last week.
3: Yeah, it was. Okay. And yeah. uh, Rudney O'Dor for one and, you know, so forth.
7: Yeah. Tyler, um, Wa- Tyler Wade and Clint
6: Frazier were the yeah, other right.
3: two. Right, and I'm sure there's plenty in, in the rest of oh, baseball there, there that are. we don't really there know.
6: There are. Every team and- is doing this. Right And Tyler Wade, by the way, uh, wound up with the Angels, by the way. so Okay.
3: Yeah. Jose Quintana. Don't say the Pirates aren't doing anything. They signed Jose Quintana <laughs> for one year, and uh, Jose Quintana uh, has not done much that I'm aware of. So, uh, you know, it's just the Pirates being the Pirates, as far as I know. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. What else? We got more baseball or not? I'm not sure. Uh, Let me Wander
7: see. Franco of the Raiders. Oh, yeah. The Raiders. The Rays <laughs> signed an 11-year, $183 million deal today. There is yeah. a 12th-year option, which would make it worth two twenty three. And just in the last minute, the Chicago White Sox are going to sign pitcher Kendall Graveman.
6: Okay. Now, yeah, three years, twenty four million. This Franco
3: deal, I think this is very good, uh, really for both sides. He's going to get a lot more money. You know, when these Yorkies get these extensions, they did it to uh, with Mookie Betts here. They did it, I think, with Xander. And you know, it's a good idea if you have somebody you want to lock up now. You also have the opportunity to trade somebody. So what what the uh, the only other time the Rays did this, and they did it really early, was with um Evan Longoria. I think about a week after he'd gotten into baseball, they they you know, into the majors, they signed him to this long term contract, but then they turned around and traded him to the Giants. So let's say three or four years I mean the Rays do it with smoke and mirrors and but let's say they they know they're headed for a down period, they know they need some more prospects, they could turn around and trade him and he is Already, one of the top ten players in baseball. He just is. He's that good, Wander And Franco.
6: the and the Giants are still paying the Evan Longoria contract. So there you go. He's, he's done okay for them. So yeah. Yeah.
5: Okay. Any more baseball? Yeah, the the yeah. Red Sox picked up Alex Cora's team option for twenty three and twenty four.
6: Yeah, oh, okay. and uh, Buster Posey got the Comeback Player of the Year award today. Oh, good. As
5: All did right.
7: as did uh, in the American League, Trey Mancini of the Orioles. Okay. Oh yes,
3: absolutely. Oh, uh, yeah, that was a no no-bra- no brainer. Yeah, he came back from cancer. So for college basketball, uh, the women are going to go to 68 uh, teams next year, this year for one twenty two, I guess, right for the uh, yes. for the play- uh, for the games, and they're going to have play-in games. They're still going to be at the regional cities, but then they're going to start to get neutral sites in 23, and also going to be at the same place as the men in in uh, 23, I think, for the final yeah, four. Yeah, when the new
4: TV Kiwi- when the new TV deal starts. What they'll do is the women's final four will be on Friday, Sunday at the same site as the men's. Because they have a huge, they have like basketball clinics and all kinds of stuff. And they, they're going to have it there. And they want to find a site like Dayton is what they want for. that's what But this year, they're just going to have them at the regional sites. Right. But they still, have the same, they still
7: have the same problem. Nobody, unless you're from a UConn, UConn or Tennessee
3: somebody like that, or, or, yeah, nobody right, yeah.
4: cares.
3: Right, right. Yeah, and they care yeah. a lot They're in, in those places, but there's like ten places. You know, yeah. that's about yeah. it. Well,
4: there's about yeah, there's about twenty, I'd say. There's about twenty because like Texas, Baylor, Texas Tech, Fancy. Tennessee, UConn. Yeah, Sanford, UConn, State. Notre dame
3: they have they they have been good. Notre Dame
4: yep. does solid, Yeah, Michigan State, Tennessee, those places. And yep. They're getting—they're tripling their TV deals starting next year with yeah. ABC and ESPN. And, well, okay. And course, somebody has some, well, month.
7: somebody has something on somebody because it is not because of the ratings. Right? No, the ratings. Uh, are
4: not. Yeah. And la- okay. last
6: night you had Connecticut and South Carolina play, which was number one and number two. So Well, they played okay. at noon yesterday. They played yeah. the finals of their tournament at noon Eastern on a Monday. Yeah, which tells you, a lot, tell you yeah. a lot about the ratings. And, yeah.
3: and Jim Calhoun and, retired as the coach of St. Joseph's in Connecticut in the division Free school. He's 79, so he's finally going to hang it up. Anybody else got any comments on uh, college well, uh, basketball? Right now you got all the tournaments
4: going on. That's the big story. you got the Maui Invitational in Vegas. And that's uh, yeah. the
3: big thing,
7: though, that the, the tournaments are not getting huge teams this year. I mean, the Maui, you would figure they'd have had a better collection of teams. I wonder with well, these having to schedule Houston, a year out, I wonder if some teams just decided not yeah. to do it
4: because of all the unknowns.
3: That could be. Yeah.
4: yeah, and you, I mean, you had Houston, Wisconsin, not some bad teams. uh St. Mary's is not—I mean, horrible. You're getting some decent teams, but a lot of them are going to some of these others. Like I said, that now—I mean, the Maui is usually the big one early on that in the preseason NIT. But like Gonzaga doing this Empire Classic with UCLA and some others, you know, they're, which is not really a tournament. It's just a round robin deal. Right. Yeah, but, and yeah, they're going to the play
7: off. The NIT tip off though tomorrow night. Iowa State and
4: Xavier. That should be a bomb. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Xavier should
7: probably win that by 30.
4: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they should. But it's – I mean, a lot of it is also, I think, especially with the Maui, which usually they weren't sure if they were going to be – if they were going to have it, whether they're going to have it. Because remember, it was just decided a couple months ago it was going to be in Vegas. So a lot of teams were hesitant to commit – Right away because they didn't know if they, where they were going to be going. Just like, I mean, they were able to do it last year and pull it off. Move them to Asheville after they had already said, "Hey, we're going to," and all the teams said, "Yeah, we'll go." Or most of them, most of them went. Where this year they're like, "Well, let's let's just wait and see." And otherwise, like like Texas and Gonzaga. They moved their thing. They were supposed to play last year and this year. They moved it to this year and next year when one of them probably would have, well, Texas couldn't, but Gonzaga might have gone to the Maui this year. You know, it depends. But, yeah, we'll see. Okay.
3: All right. Any more college basketball? Nope. No. All right. NHL, uh, the Atlantic Division, the standings, Florida with 29, Toronto 27, Tampa Bay 23, Detroit 19, Bruins 18, Buffalo 16, Montreal 12, and Ottawa 9. Is Ottawa back to be able to uh, play? Uh,
6: yeah, they, they played their first game back from their COVID outbreak yesterday, and they lost seven to five to Colorado. And okay, uh, and they start okay. their West Coast trip tomorrow night against the Sharks. So,
3: all right, Metropolitan Carolina. This uh, Carolina is really playing twenty nine. Washington, 27, the Rangers, 25, Pittsburgh, 20. We have Columbus at 20, Philadelphia, 19, New Jersey at 19, the Islanders at 12. I know Mike, uh, friend Mike mentioned a, a COVID outbreak for the Islanders. Does that come to fruition? Or are they still playing? Uh, they, yeah, they, they
6: have it. they have six players on the list, and I'm not sure how many has to be on the list
5: before games are affected. Yeah, but they're talking that maybe they, they would be shut down now, except for they're just opening that new arena, and they don't want to put a stop to it right now. Right. Okay. So,
3: well, if they've got enough of the miners, maybe they can, mm-hmm. but this is not, you know, I said the owners would be back and maybe they still will, but they, you know, they've got a lot of talent, but this is, they've had a lot of bad breaks here and you know, starting on the road, but and they yeah. did okay on that, but it, it, they've a little struggled, a little in their building, but that could have been COVID too.
6: It's, the, yeah. It's all COVID related. In, in the
3: central, it's crazy. Minnesota well, 23. You don't know that it's COVID or it could be. Yeah. No, we don't. It could be. Yeah. could be central Minnesota 23, St. Louis 22, Winnipeg 22, Nashville. 21 that's amazing Colorado I told you they'd be better 19 Dallas 16 Chicago is coming along a little bit 14 and Arizona at 10 and in the Pacific we have Calgary at 27 Edmonton 26 Anaheim 23 Vegas Golden Knight 22 Uh, uh, San Jose 19, the Kings are at 19, Vancouver 14, and Seattle 11. So there you go. That's the NHL standings. Arizona uh,
5: had a big week, huh?
3: Because they were three points last week.
6: (laughs) They had three points last week, so I got eight points this week. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Do we want to talk about this? I, I think we've already talked about it, Robert. The thing about the NHL being on Fridays, on uh, just quickly, that's on ESPN+. Plus, so the only p- game people can actually see at 3.30 Friday is the only time, right, yeah. that this, uh, is affecting. And the Rangers and Bruins will be on ABC. And the uh, the rest of them will be on ESPN Plus that are listed at 3.30 on your schedule. Yeah, correct? and
6: then uh, on Tuesdays, they also have games on ESPN Plus. But I'm, I've been trying to figure out what the national TV schedule looks like because – uh, I thought it was going to be ESPN on
4: Tuesdays. Was it double header. Well, they'll have some Tuesday. They'll have some Tuesday games coming back. as right. Remember, they have a lot of stuff ESPN does. So. Right. Remember, they got all the tournaments. and You got the the Mac stuff, and that's about done. So you start seeing more on Tuesdays. And, and so far, in-
6: and so far, TNT instead of showing a double header on Wednesdays,
4: they've only been showing one game, like this week. That will be, be changing. That will be changing in January because they have yeah. all the. League- wrestling and that is moving from right. TNT to TBS. Right. And, and we'll January, talk about so that. We'll talk about all that in January.
3: Okay. Right, so, yeah. Robert, if you could give us about two minutes on boxing, uh, just cover uh, the highlights here. Well, it, it it's
6: uh, it's simple. Uh, Terrence Crawford got a 10th round TKO over Sean Porter. It was an excellent fight. Um, and uh, ordering the pay-per-view uh, through the app was quite easy. I didn't think it would be, but it was. And it'll be interesting to see what kind of numbers it turned out. Uh Porter retired after the fight and I think that's a good career move for him because he's an excellent boxing he's an excellent boxing uh analyst. color person, analyst, yeah. and uh he had a good career. He's got nothing to be disappointed about and Crawford is now a free agent and hopefully he stays that way so he can create his own fights. And speaking of free agents, uh boy, Canelo Alvarez has got guts. Uh, of course, he just accomplished winning all four belts at 168 and he's won weight, he's won belts in four different weight classes. Well, he's going to go after number five. I thought it would be light heavyweight because he'd already won a title there, but no, he's decided to jump all the way up to cruiserweight and apparently he's going to start taking on some of the cruiserweight champions and the weight limit will be 190. Uh, they, all the, uh, all the organizations had their, uh, Uh, conventions last week, and they've all pretty much agreed Mm -hmm. to drop the cruiserweight limit from 200 pounds to 190, because that's what Canelo Alvarez wants, and right now he's got the most power in boxing because he's not signed anybody, so anything he wants, he pretty much gets. And if you want to hear more
7: about all that, you can hear it on the ringside report. That is
6: correct. Okay. There you go. go,
4: All right, well, we want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Hope you have a good one. Uh, Remember... Bill and Perry will be here tomorrow, one PM Eastern Bill Perry and Friends and also remember the big legend Thanksgiving feast or uh, the the preparation of meals 10 a.m. Eastern on Thanksgiving morning, so listen over here for that with Bill and whoever else pops in. Also, you can download the podcast legendoldies.com. You can type in Sports Lounge Live in your podcatcher. Three words have it delivered to you. Uh, tell your smart speaker to play uh, Sports Lounge Live from Apple Podcasts or Sports Lounge Live podcast from TuneIn, or go to seven seven three five seven two. 3006 option number nine and we'll come back next week and we'll have a little more and a little more exciting in the world of sports. See ya.